welcome to Culturally Biased, the podcast for the people, and you know they got the touch like Midas. Them local pods give you a touch of the itis. If y'all subscribe to anything else, it must be a minus, man. The dopest combos every week, yeah, you know it's lit. And they always dropping jewels, better get a grip. Them topics hit like a no look left from Danny Swift. Them discussions are mean, you know the guests wanna be when shiz and O on the scene. Look, them animals at this podcast ignore the poachers. And we coming for that spot, boy, I thought I told you. Current events, business tips for the culture. And that's including everyone except the poachers. Welcome to Culturally Bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture, excluding the vultures. It's your boy O. What's up? I'm Matt. We got a very, very special guest today. What's going on right now? You know, it's big, the, the election, you know? Vote, 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 vote. Vote. Matt, um, you want to introduce our guest today? We have, today with us, state rep. Danello Burgess. Get to share the claps today. <laughs> <laughs> it's good so to have you today, man. Thank you, oh, thank you, Mont. Yeah, man. It's good to be here thank with you. Thank you for coming. With such icons from our neighborhood, from our community. Appreciate um, I knew I, it, yo. I'm glad I could be here to collaborate with you gentlemen and and, and educate our community and, and provide information that uh, those, of, those of us that are on the fence, whether or not not to vote, hopefully they'll make up their mind and just vote, period. Yeah, very, very important, very important. Um, I knew I was iconic. Yo, chill, <laughs> man. I'm glad, I'm glad that he just said that about you because you go run with it. Um, That's crazy. Dog. I see you are by Wave Hunting Park. Yes, sir. You went to Alamy. Clemente oh, Elementary. You started at Clemente. Alamy. Alamy. And then into, straight to Bodega. Okay, because that's where, I, I mean, I'm going to say 60% of my friends went that way. My Charles yeah. went through. I'm a uh, Roberto Clemente Middle School. The new Roberto. I, ain't I was a fifth in Luzerne at the old one. Yeah, I ain't get the frequently. The pantyhose that year. Yeah, I ain't, get the, I ain't get the pleasure of being at the old one. I got the luxury Roberto. Yeah. And I went down the uh, not luxury, not luxury <laughs> only. Um, Did you stay all four years? Yeah, uh, yeah, you can say that. So we Trojans for life. Yeah, we right. got to own it. <laughs> Look, I can't even be in Because you wanted to go, go right, yo. Own. You should have went, man. Nah, I tried. You, you know, my mom ain't want me around y'all, cuz. That's a shame, man. <laughs> she know what she's missing. Duh, yeah, man, um. You still pass with the same grades you got nah, from my grade, my yeah, yeah, that's horrible there. It was but horrible Northeast. You at least got you got straight D's. If no, you came man, yo, man, right, no. Right. So Danella, what okay. um, what got you into politics? Um, the, the the just wanting to be a difference difference I want to see in my community. Um, early on, when my family moved to Philadelphia, uh, we we arrived in '92. Mm-hmm. And in '94, one of my uncles was murdered. It was, okay. yeah, he was a uh, robbery in progress. He happens to be walking into his grocery store, one shot in the heart, and that was it for him. And uh, f- several years forward, the police department had no real answer what was going on. Um, and by then, there were about five murders of, of bodega owners throughout the city. Okay. And every case was a cold case. Mm. So we started organizing and and meeting with different organizations and meeting with the police and and then they got a, a, a break in the case and uh, fortunately uh, several three of the five cases were, were were they found the people that did it and right. some of them are still serving time uh, but then there was other inequities between this group of, of business own Dominican business owners that were uh, single-handedly revitalizing corners all throughout the city right. and in the early 90s the city wasn't really applying any rules or regulations it wasn't until almost 2000 when they started to say hey, wait a minute you know now we, now we got to charge extra fees extra this extra that um and the fines got started to get excessive the the um inspections were being ridiculous right um Kind of to like what's going on today in, in our community when, you know, with the over-policing. Okay, um, going, going back a little, what you just were saying. Why do you think so many of these, these murders are like cold cases? 
Well, there's a, a number of different factors, um, but we have a uh, we have a problem, and that's we have I believe it's like seventy percent clearance rate, meaning right. that a lot of these cases don't even make it to trial. Uh, and that's a, you know, you can blame it on people not wanting to talk, but, you know, what's what's really going on behind the scenes? I, I mean, I can't, there's no there's no concrete answer to that. Right. Right. Other than that we have a horribly bad clearance number. And, like, I guess, well, like, people not really coming forward when crimes happen, too. Uh, the code of the streets type. Yeah, I mean, I, we... Also. we there, there's a there's a mentality that um, there's this no snitch mentality in, mm, in, sure. in Philly that people forget. Um, if you if you're not if you're not committing that crime or working with someone to commit the crime, you're not a snitch. You don't want people to come and shoot up your block. Right. You don't want people to come and, and hit innocent people on the block or destroy your your, your neighborhood. Right. Some people don't understand. Um, the- you know that's not that's not snitching. That's respecting your block, protecting your block. Yeah, and and that's what we need to. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't matter to them until it hits home. Right. And um, unfortunately, I, also, I feel like sometimes, like if uh, relatives or family members of the person that is deceased or murdered, they uh, if they don't put no pressure on the police or the detectives, nothing happens. Like it just gets mm-hmm. swept swept under the rug. Do you think that's? Or? It it feels like it um, okay. because if in my personal case, in my personal experience, if the family doesn't step up and continues to question, continues to ask, um, God knows what would happen. Okay, I'm get, continue back on to your role to politics. I'm sorry, right? I cut, no, cut that, you off. it's fine. Um, then I got involved in, in in local politics. I believe the one of the first campaigns I volunteered for was for Governor Ridge. Okay. Um, uh, one of the old heads on the block was like, "Hey, help me put these posters up." And we became good friends through the years, um, and that was the one of one of two Republican campaigns that I've worked on. Okay. 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 Volunteered on. Did so, you um, jump right into state rep, or did you do anything else first? So I, you I right after uh, um, I started working. Um, well, not work. Right out of my my right out of high school, I started. Uh, my cousins and I decided to form, and two uh, bodega owners formed the Philadelphia Dominican Grocers Association, mm. and um, did that for a while. Owned grocery stores in the city, and then a few years after that, well, almost ten years after that, um, I went to City Hall to work with Councilman Sanchez. I had volunteered on numerous campaigns, and uh, she asked me to come work with her in City Hall. I said, well, "I'll take a try." Okay. And um, mm-hmm. there I was the uh, business liaison, uh, zoning director and business liaison for the 7th Councilmatic District mm-hmm. for, I believe, like six years. Then I, I worked for Councilman Alan Dom for one year. And then uh, I had ran in 2014 for office. I came in second place. And then I, in 2018, the opportunity arose again. I And then I jumped on it, went to work, and the rest is history. Here we are. Uh, stepping back, just... Um in the story real fast through high school or just coming up you always knew like you wanted to get in politics or was it somebody I would always there? get involved when there was some type of injustice going on um, in the neighborhood okay and I only uh, my senior year 97 it was declared uh, Keystone School I remember I heard mm-hmm. that so meaning the school is not performing we need to bring radical change to the school and uh, the what the um, superintendent at the time was trying to do was uh, basically take the teachers that were there, replace them, or or I don't know, maybe cancel, maybe fire some of them, mm-hmm. or um, the point was that they needed new administration and new teachers in the school, and that was one uh, mechanism to do that. But um, I was part of the student body that was saying that's not you know we have good teachers, we don't want to lose all of the teachers, take all the teachers yeah. out right. Um, and worked with the Eastern Pennsylvania Organizing Project um, around in 98. We had a we had a very bad issue in Philadelphia with abandoned cars literally all over the place. Looked like mm-hmm. looked like a war zone. Uh, and uh, thanks to Mayor Street and working with with um, with the Eastern Pennsylvania Organizing Project, we were able to come up with a plan uh, that the mayor implemented, and to this day is still operating. And that's what the, how we get rid of uh, abandoned cars in oh, the city. Okay. Okay. It was an entire process, yeah. So, being as though you're the state rep for the 197 district, what neighborhoods fall under there? So, Stanton, uh, parts of North Central, 
um, West Kensington, Fair Hill, Hunting Park, Feltonville. Well, Stenton is Swamp Poodle. Right. Um, and Hartfront, parts of Hartfront. What is, um, just like a question for me and maybe others out there, like what is the importance of a state rep? Well, state representatives, um, we basically draft the legislation. Well, we work with lawyers that draft legislations that we want to see changed in in our community laws. Mm -hmm. Um, Most recently, um, I formed part of the the, um, police reform working group. Okay. And uh, we've drafted several legislations. Uh, some of them have passed. Some of them are still being worked out. Um, one is on the ballot, uh, and it's uh, the, it's belongs to uh, council members. That was done at the city level by Council Member Isaiah Thomas, um, and it's on the ballot for this Tuesday. And we need people to vote yes for it, which is changing a code so that um, we can have more accountability um, as far as from 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 the policing towards our community. Right, not not just for the presidential election right. you need to get out and vote yeah i think the the, the smaller elections well, are, are, yeah. mean, a, mean a lot i mean a lot to you know low income people and uh, just people of the of the neighborhood so um with that being said what will uh any plans on for like public schools you know in in the hunting park you know you got McClure, you got uh taylor taylor welsh yeah any, Hunter. any, any uh any plans for that um I've I've had I've started conversations with every principal in all my elementary schools. Um, I, I strongly believe if we're going to sh- turn this ship around. It starts at the elementary level. It right. starts at helping our, our babies see see different and believe and understand that they they're going to be someone positive, someone uh, that builds, not destroys, in our community. Right. How um, as far as you speaking about schools, the Rona. How has that either? stagnated affected or maybe um just change the whole perspective of working with schools and trying to get schools back it, it, it's a learning process um you have parts of the country where schools are working but they have high cases of, of corona mm-hmm. so it's not really working you know it's just it's, it's just this national rhetoric it's right. not it's not really it doesn't not have the 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 value of 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 our communities at heart um, the numbers that if you go state by state, in some blue states you have lower numbers. Some red, meaning Republican state, Republican ran states, you have higher number because they're going about business as usual, mm-hmm. and unfortunately not being careful. Right, that's like Texas um, and Atlanta, all them type of states. Florida, that never, yeah, that you know, just there, there's 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 some it, it, with this there, and, and with every every with something bad happens, there's always an opportunity. Right, and here we have an opportunity to re, re reinvent ourselves and yeah. and and work for a better Pennsylvania, better Hunting Park, better one ninety seven. Um, I I also uh, part of a, uh, a, a bipartisan bill where uh, we're saying that the after school dollars that has been allocated because of the coronavirus should go straight to the parents, so the parent. Can, well, the, not the money, but the parent can dictate where that child is going to get tutoring at. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that if the parent wants to have the, school, the child tutored um, uh, either at, at any of the tutoring centers that we have available in, in North Philadelphia or outside of North Philadelphia, mm-hmm. let the parent make that decision uh, because they know what's best for their child. Okay. Um, real quick with that, is there something that they send out? To parents to uh, get that information. So that, that's it's still in the legislature. It's not law yet. It's not okay. Yeah, still. So that's just, that's just a purpose, uh, uh, an example of a legislature that we we are working on. Still pushing for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So has uh, so has COVID actually stagnated a lot of the things you're trying to do? Yes, um, we were we were trying to bring in another technical school into the district. Okay. Um, unfortunately, because of coronavirus, everything has been pushed back six to seven months. Um, we're working on, on bringing adult training into the district. Uh, again, everybody's like, well, we don't know if we're going to be virtually. We don't know if we're going to be in, in, a, in a brick and mortar building. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of what ifs. So COVID right. has definitely thrown a wrench in, into into the process, but we're not stopping. We're we're For identifying sure. the possibilities and 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 bringing them home. Um, one of the programs that I was working on before COVID was taking our kids outside of Hunting Park, outside of the 197, and 
and helping them experience all the parts of the state. Um, I have a very good partnership with Harrisburg University. Okay. Harrisburg University just uh, won the championship for EA Sports in the country. Okay. That's uh, and you know, and, I, and and a lot of our kids, they they like to play the games, but they don't know yeah. how to make the games. Yeah. So th that's the angle that I'm, that I'm approaching is so that we can hopefully in the future we can when we go back to whatever the new normal is going to be, mm -hmm. we can have EA sanctioned competitions in in our in our community. Yeah, in our they area. are they are building that um that esports center right. down, and down, 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 down at the Philly. station. Yeah. So yeah. That'd be, that'd gonna be be big. Big to have. Oh, it's gonna be yeah because it, it it's just a, it it helps the, the 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 child or the young adult look at at, at different types of, of of jobs works or or, or coding or programming um, and that's where the new jobs the new wealth the largest wealth transfer is going to be in the future is right. it's in engineering and unfortunately our community it's behind the eight ball by I would say by about ten years. Okay. Um, Probably more, but we we in my my goal is to to help my community figure it out so that we can access those high pay end jobs and and our community can have uh, can earn good jobs and and hopefully people stay and that's how we're gonna get mm -hmm. things to turn around in our community. Do you have do you have like a a plan for unemployment with uh in within the community like black and brown people? That's why the 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 programming around um, retooling, re-educating re um, adults. Uh, let's say you're an engineer, you want to be a teacher, or or vice versa. Um, we need to have programs that are accessible to to people in our neighborhoods. Um, this pandemic has shown us that our community is the are the essential workers, but we don't have the essential pay. So we need to we need to work on uh, providing the tools so that our People that are working um, either cleaning or servicing on the service industry with restaurants that they can go to the next level. Mm -hmm. That they don't have to stay uh, uh, um, working in a restaurant or working in a security company or working. These, these are all great jobs, but but they're not life sustaining yeah, jobs. Right. right. Well, I know. Um, family sustaining jobs. Sorry. I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, healthcare healthcare worker. He works for SEPTA. Several of my friends are uh, working uh, essential jobs. Uh, a lot of us felt felt the type of way because we felt like we were uh, unprotected, uh, didn't get any more wages. But did, was there anything you tried to implement for for these people? Well, there was supposed to be the pandemic relief uh, fund uh, that was primarily a lot of that. You know, the, first of all, we don't have enough money to go around for, to everyone, right. but a lot of that money went to. Um, to medical professionals right. and to the medical field because that was ground zero for right. for all of this uh, uh, for the pandemic uh, fighting against I, the pandemic. Can I, can I, is that like for like union employees or because I work at the University of Pennsylvania and we don't have a union, so I, I would mm -hmm. figure we go to union employees first, right? It 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 varied from from a health institution. Um, it was it was left up to the administrators. Okay, how right. they want to administer that that pay, uh, but. In in all, you know, it's, it's still it was too much for for any one group to comprehend or assimilate, and we've been working on it as we as we learn from whatever uh, the process have been in the past. For example, the first uh, uh, business relief funds that came in, most of that money did not make it to the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. right. So thanks to Senator Hughes and and. My good colleague, friend uh, Jordan Harris, and uh, Representative uh, Carol Hill Evans from York, Pennsylvania, and I, we worked on a plan to, to create the um, disen historically disenfranchised uh, businesses loans, which is primarily when the the money was specifically for communities that have been disenfranchised mm -hmm. gotcha. uh, and, and it's community of colors and Asian communities. That you know, people assume that because they're Asian, they they have money. It's it being there's a lot of misconceptions out here uh, that that's you know that's what I'm I'm looking to fight and and identify possibilities for everyone, not just for for one specific group. Um, when when you hear that when someone, for example, says, "Oh, I don't want to vote because everything is the same," mm. and or I'm going to vote for Trump because Democrats never do anything. Mm. When someone talks like that. It's someone that has not traveled much, right? 
Um, I, I, you know, they, they've they've either been in in in, in a in a silo in yeah. an area that's always been run by Democrats, right. uh, but you've never that person has never lived outside of that area. Gotcha. Uh, and it happens a lot in our community. Pe- people that say I've been here 20, 30 years, nothing ever changes, and it's better to have a Republican. But guess right. what? If you go a little bit south to Chichester, Pennsylvania, that was the first time I ever experienced white po- deep poverty. Right. You know, if you hear about poverty, it's exclusive to us, the black and brown community. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but the reality is that you have a, a county in called Fayette County out the western part of the state where 50 percent of all new birth rates are opioid addicted and mm-hmm. they're all white. Right. You know, the, the, we, we need to break down those those barriers and address the real issues that are affecting our communities, because whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, um, we can point to 100 uh, different things that, that both sides are doing wrong, right. and we need to get into into the, uh, the in, in, into the custom of, of voting for people that represents our, our values, mm-hmm. and not letting the status quo continue to happen. Right, right. Um, what um, since you've been in your position, um, what legislation like have you guys passed or um, got pushed forward? So I, I'm. Uh, I believe I'm the one fresh, the only one of the few freshmen that actually got legislation signed by the governor. Mm-hmm. My one bill that I worked on was um, House Bill 1172, which uh, um, before in Pennsylvania, if you're a professional from another state uh, or another American territory, you cannot perform your prof- your career here until you passed. You took all your tests all over again, oh, okay. which is extremely redundant, especially if you have someone that's been in the field 10, 15 years. Right. They know what they're doing. Um so we made it as though so that if you come with your credentials, all we have to do is verify that you passed that test, whether it was in Florida or California. Right. And then we will give you reciprocity by endorsement, meaning after when the when everything is accredited, you get your license instead of having to go back to school. And that'll be it. It's, it's huge, in particular for teachers, because one of the main things why we don't, the teachers cite from other states is that here in Pennsylvania, you, you would have to start from scratch, mm-hmm. basically. And it's this is a way of keeping this, the high standard for our teachers without having to water down what um, what the standards are for, for, for someone to be a teacher in Pennsylvania. Okay. I mean, help I, us, hopefully it will help us get more black and brown teachers and more bilingual teachers. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing it, that you had to actually retest it to go out another, if you're yep. going to another state, yeah. Like, see, that's stuff that I had no idea about. I think that's, I think that's pretty great because um, a lot of times uh, you put these teachers that are not from not from this culture and you just drop them in and it's like a culture shock for them. They don't understand our kids. They don't want to understand our, our way of thinking and learn that. So that draws me to the police. And um, just the whole thing of, uh, again, dropping these kids, these guys, these young kids, young men into these neighborhoods where they know nothing about. And it tends to seem like they're afraid of black and brown people. Case in point, the young man that was gunned down in West Philly the other day. Um, what do you how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts about that? Well, it, it's it's frustrating. It hurts. Um because I have, I, have, I have friends that are cops, and I don't see any of them being so. I, I hope not, you know, being so um, uh, having to to go to that extreme, right? Um, you know, they'll they'll be. The, hopefully, the investigation will be done soon, and they'll come up with. A, with they'll they'll say uh, what went wrong, what went wrong, mm-hmm. um, how it could be prevented. But what I'm mostly concerned is that um, we don't de-escalate. Um, yeah. Commissioner Ramsey uh, was trying to implement programming programs similar to what they had when he was a beat cop in, in, in his early years in Chicago. Um, back in the day, you didn't have radio. So you needed to be able to figure out how to de-escalate situations mm-hmm. um, instead of be conf- confrontational. Because what what's, what's unfortunate that's happened in some instances, um, like I'm a state rep and, I'm, and I've been pulled over um, for whatever reason. And, you know, your your heart starts to race because mm-hmm. you're like, sure. you know, you're 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 still, you know, in, in nothing, you know, nothing's going to happen. But it's from past that, experience. Yeah. Whether I was a passenger or a driver, it's like you know the, the first greeting that you get is like you know what the effing are you doing mm. without 
in some instances without anything the, the driver doing anything right. wrong um but again uh we need we need to learn how to be a society that that's that how we de-escalate and not not be yeah. so confrontational um, for sure i and on my block on on butler seventh and butler um i i always say hello to the little kids because you some of these kids you know sometimes people never talk to them mm-hmm. yeah, at all um and i i make a point of it to say hello and 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 be help them see me in a positive light and vice versa uh and and, and just to mean it just a simple smile um unfortunately we we we're we were we're always i mean it, because of whatever might be going on in our life we all, we're always um uh feeling either confrontation or sad mm, right um and it's a, it's a two-way street um and you know and 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 as a police officer, they have they have to be social worker, uh, uh, mental health, um, a, a caseworker. They, they they have to be all these characters in one. Sure. And unfortunately, sometimes the, like the tragedy that happened on Monday, um, and then on top of all the things that have been happening in our community uh, lately, June was just yesterday, mm-hmm. and we're at, at, back on, on like if it was deja vu. Right. And it's and it's sad because we're we're destroying our own neighborhoods. For right? sure. You know, we're not we're not destroying corporate America. We're we are like our elder our elderly uh, community cannot get their medicine right now. Right. Um, the family that, that works at, at at the supermarket um, at Eighth and Lehigh, they can go to work because the supermarket's messed up. Right. right. You know, so we we need to be mindful of these things, and and then you have the group of, of individuals that are the outsiders that come in, and and then you have the followers locally that you know rolled up with them and but i i I also like to say you know this is all starts we we need to we need to re-educate our community we need we need to make sure that our future is brighter and the way you do that is by investing more in in public elementary schools and and showing our kids that there's something that they have a purpose like what what in your opinion what type of town hall meeting or talks or something we needs to happen with the police like what type, um, of, what I, type of like i said talk or um just the just it's more, the it's more policy policy from the top um mm-hmm. police officers need to be need need to be trained in how to de-escalate situations right they, right, can't, they that, can't be they can't be the match that ignite that sets off the 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 gallon of gasoline because like i was telling them like the situation went too far with the video we saw like the situation it got out of hand and with there being two police officers hopefully you were trained it shouldn't have went that far or you should have like you said if you delete de-escalate it earlier mm-hmm like, right, so we only see the end result. We didn't right. see what, like what happened, ended, what right. what reached to that point, and mm-hmm. that's that's what the investigation is going to show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to show what what happened in the full time lapse of of that incident. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know, our law enforcement agencies need to be trained to how to de-escalate. Um, in in you in. in the num the the number of shootings police related shootings are, are through the roof yeah, yeah. Uh, not just uh, um across the country uh and this is something that's been steadily rising um for quite some time right right and it's what since two two years maybe more now it's just been going up just yeah. police shootings just they don't know how to deal with people so it's just I, I don't know what to do let me just shoot them and well, get over with Shoot first, do the paperwork later, or whatever, and it's like, I mean, whatever. What training I mean, I, I, I hope I never have to shoot anyone. I mean, I, I don't, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's the last thing I, anybody would, I believe, I, you know, that's the last thing I, I would, right. would ever want to do. I mean, it's, it's something that I, I don't, it doesn't go with me morally. In all, in all of your districts, well, all of your, all of the little neighborhoods, um, do you have any police officers that walk the beat? We have a few, because um, more and more I see less of it. Like um, I, I remember coming up as a kid, I actually knew some police officers by name. Like right now, it's, it's none. 
and and you know and again it goes back to retraining um you know what what is the plan that how, how and, and and quite frankly looking at other communities philadelphia police has done a decent job in recent years um doing, as far as outreach and engaging the community right. uh, with me the community meetings um the with the public service areas um the local monthly um Police Advisory Council. Um, I know the 25th district and 24th and 26th are some of the, and the 22nd are, are extremely uh, outgoing with their com- respective communities. Okay. Um, uh, but again, um, we need more resources. Yeah. But that- it, 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 that's a perfect segue as to why it's important for people to vote. Right. Because in our areas, if you see the areas that you, that we say, oh, they that they only do that in the northeast, they only do this in, in the south northwest, those are high voting areas. Right. We have a high population, but sense. we don't vote. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And when we don't vote, the system takes away uh, uh, resources from your area and puts it in the area where they where it believes it's needed. Um, you know, we, I have there are sixty six thousand people in the one hundred ninety seventh legislative district, approximately, and about. Less than about seven percent vote, maybe less. Wow, that's an enormous drop off. What is that though? What is that? Do you you think that people are not being like they're not being? I guess having vote voting promoted to them, or just they have a mindset of like you said, nothing changes. So it's it's a little bit of a little bit of everything. Um, It's 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 believing the people did not have good political representation is it's not having civic minded engagement because mm-hmm. there's unfortunately the resources have been pulled so so scarce in our elementary schools that there's very little civic engagement being taught at the elementary level so you have a, a, a citizen that grows up that has no affinity to their community right they have no no, no need to say to be part of hunting park for example part right. of stanton because there's no you know, that hasn't been instilled in that person right. to be to say the Pledge of Allegiance, mm-hmm. um, to be able to create uh, a black captain or a, a community of leaders that wants to keep their block clean. Right. Uh, to be mindful not to when you finish on wrapping a, a popsicle, throw the trash on the floor. Right. You know, we see this, all, all, unfortunately, sure. too often. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see it, I try to engage him and say, hey, could you please pick that up? Right. You know, we can we can keep our, our block clean. Right. To pull to come back a few seconds when I was talking about the police on beat. I feel like if if there was like the situation that occurred on Monday, if there was a police officer to take their time out to know this know these children or these kids, and they said the kid had mental health issues, maybe it can be de-escalated like that. Like they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I think police officers walking the beat is very important. So you just can know you can know the people in the neighborhood, know right. what they do, know what they're about, or like even yo get out that corner, dog. You've been here all day. Like, come on, man. Like, take a walk. But would that be a budget thing? Would that is that be yeah? A, is that a money thing? Would as that well? would that be a yeah? Like, would that be a money thing to where the I guess the the overtime wouldn't pay for? Well, it's things. it's resources and. In in some areas, this we've we've had a, a horrible year with with shootings in 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 the community, unfortunately, and across Philadelphia, and you know our captains are are scrambling to allocate manpower in certain areas that they believe that that will help stem down the gun violence, mm-hmm. and then that takes away from being the community policing, being able to right. have police officers to walk the beat. Police officers to come and visit the store owners in in a particular quarter, mm-hmm. uh, visit the block captains, visit the just walk through the neighborhood and and engage mm-hmm. the community in a positive way. Uh, it's a it's a and, and and resources. I mean, we we need we need to figure out how we increase tax base so that we can have more tax dollars, not just increase taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're 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 at what uh, four hundred murders for the year in the city. Was that did that happen before? I think uh, a few years happened. ago, right? So it's just uh, we have four hundred murders in, in, in the city, so and we still have more than two months left. Yeah, so crazy. easily finish easily finish around four sixty, four seventy. Especially hopefully the, not. Especially with the you no know, with the looting going on and now and all the other unrest in the city and just people trying to rob everybody for what they. 
stole already, so now I'm pretty sure those shootings or more violence will start happening in the neighborhood for that. So, like you said, yeah, it might go up like to like yeah. four sixty. But my like like oh. uh, let's let's take it for for example, when George Floyd was killed, I felt like. The looting it was no problem with it. I mean, it wasn't because it was because it was, it was a protest. Ne- I felt like it was necessary. It was a protest, and and first, yeah, they wanted to get their voices out first, and yeah, then and anything to get heard or whatever, right? To try to change that, right? This second time in Philadelphia was just for no reason. Yeah, it was just, it was just nonsense. It went. It just like you said, <laughs> they went for the gusto. Yeah, they went for the gusto. As soon as as soon as the young man got murdered, it was like, all right, let's go see what we can take. Let's yeah. go see what we can yeah, take. Yeah, well, it wasn't really well. It, it, at at the end of the day, um, where you know it's you, people say, oh, the rhetoric out of, out of the White House doesn't matter, uh, but it all it has a key role in in, in everything because right. we all look to our leaders to to lead us or to show us a path, and the rhetoric that's come the the neg- negative uh, rhetoric coming out of the White House um, towards com- minority communities, towards immigrants, towards women, um, it piles up. Right. And then you have people that feel that they can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it, and and you end up with with people that have always been racist. So now they feel right. comfortable coming out and and doing what they feel is right for the greater of the nation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but that's not what this greater um, the great American uh, what America is. No. This great experience is not uh, for one race or for one group. It's for all of us. Right. Well, let's let's uh let's not dodge it anymore. Let's get in this voting thing. Um, for the person that says uh, I don't want to vote or I don't, I, I'm not vote, voting. Yeah. I don't. Voting doesn't less, change anything. It doesn't change anything. What do you say to them, and why they should vote? You you need to wake up. Um, your community needs you. It's uh, because right. that's probably the same person that hits like on a picture, uh, but but won't take the trash out the house. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we need we need to be sure that um, you get engaged, you work, you, you just don't complain. You just don't talk about it on, on social media. You just don't post on some on something positive that's going on. And then you just post something negative. Uh, it's it's getting it's engaging so that you can help bring the change that you want to see in your community. Nothing is going to give anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. We right. all have to work for it. I mean, people only see the state rep today, but they don't see the 20-plus years of, of work into the community that build up to this moment. Um, and that's what we need to understand is that nothing is going to come out of the fall out of the sky. Unless you win the lottery, then good for you. Uh, but you need to have faith. You need to. Be, you, you, we need to believe in God. Uh, sure. Believe in, in, in one another and, and be the positive that you want to see in your community. How do people get the information or seek the information to um, basically start to vote for the local um, like legislative, like someone like yourself and um, maybe any other state reps or so, so district attorneys. So, today, thanks to technology, everything is at your, literally at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, like in my case, I have my campaign website. I have my legislative website. Well, all of the information and all the issues that I'm working on in Harrisburg are at your fingertips. Um, then there's the, the events that we ha- we hold uh, that every now and then, every, at least once every other week. Two, two or three a month. Um, last week, we held, I held a uh, miracle marijuana seminar, Zoom seminar, um, because in our community, again, uh, because we don't have the information in our community, we, we, we have the least amount of people that have the medical marijuana card, but we also have uh, some of the, the largest population of people um, that need um, medicine that is not opioid. Right. Uh, because they keep pushing opioid onto our communities, but they keep saying you cannot use cannabis to, to block pain, which right. is totally counterproductive. Um, but most importantly, cannabis is not addicting. Okay. Opioid is. Yeah. And you have legalized system that will give you 100 pills of, of, Big pharma. of, of opioid, mm-hmm. but you don't want to use cannabis because that's not proven to work. But we all know it's always worked. Yeah. You know, uh, well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> this guy, yeah. So yeah, basically, it's like a money grab when they they push pills and, and it's a money grab, but it's but it's it's blocking us 
black blocking our community from accessing that next transfer of mm-hmm. wealth. Um, I'm I'm working on legislation with Representative Weekly and and others um, so that it could be accessible to our community so that our people can also work in that industry. How often uh, do you guys go to like um, those like Congress meetings and everything to try to pass laws or new uh, legislative bills? So at the beginning of the year is a little more intense. You're you're almost in Harrisburg almost every week. Uh, now at the end of the year, because of the budget impasse that we have now, we will, we will be back on the ninth, I believe, of November. And I don't know what, how long we're going to stay up there. It'll be a week or, or three weeks, uh, but we're trying to get the the, ba- the budget done, uh, the remainder of the budget, and identify you know how we're going to move forward. There's a 5.5 billion. Uh, Tax uh, budget deficit, and how do we how do we cover that budget? Mm. You know, we need to be creative. We need to leverage uh, the fact that the southeast southeast Pennsylvania is within a gas tank of NYC and DC. And how do we close the Delaware loophole gap so that more money can stay in in, in Pennsylvania? So that in the long run we don't have to raise taxes uh, to what might will be predicted pretty soon. Um, and, and and above all that, we need to stay competitive uh, with all of our markets, uh, all of us, the states around us. We need to be better than them. Right. So, so over the past uh, four years, how have you seen the country change? And um, we know it, have, it has been significantly worse since Trump's been in office. Uh, what do you th- What do you think about all that? Well, uh, um, I sit on the agriculture committee. And two years ago, the farmers were happy. They were finally starting to make money on their crops, especially around soybeans. And this was just right. Um, no, I'm sorry. They would. They had, in two years ago, they had just started to see a pro- turn a profit. Okay. So whatever Obama, the the the, the regu- regulations that Obama had implemented, you know, it, it takes two cycles. It takes a cycle for it to to get to. Um, to the to the community, uh, so it's you know that's why it's it's hilarious when when Trump say the first two years he did more jobs than Obama, but that was because of Obama's policy. It was already right. you can't yeah. you don't walk in the door, turn on a switch, and it's now your policy. Right, right. you know that, and that's you know that's that's politics. <laughs> but <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so uh, now the last in the last two years, our farmers are hurting again. Mm-hmm. Their crops right. are losing value because of the trade wars that that President Trump uh, has. Done not just with China, but with around with other countries yeah. around the world, and our farmers are hurting now. Um, they're starting to lose money, right? Uh, you know, and unfortunately, that's that's how uh, global economics work. Um, now our farmers are hurting. So how do we turn that around? Right. I say we need to allow our farmers to be able to grow more more uh, more crops so they can diversify their portfolio. Uh, Representative Rapp, is the, he was the author of a bill that um, for specialty uh, for specialty plants, specialty plants are cannabis and other trees that that are will yield the higher value to the farmer. Right. Now that's how we need to get creative. That's how we need to work uh, to to be different than our, our surrounding states. For sure. Do they usually fight you guys on more of you trying to pass these uh, bills? Are they more reluctant to? Because I, I just feel like some of the stuff you're saying, right, it's like, damn, if this goes through, it will be helpful and beneficial. But it, are there those people that are like, nah, we just don't want to? Yeah, I mean, there's there's those people that um, they don't trust it because they, there hasn't been a study on it. Mm. But yet um, the, some of these, uh, like the cannabis, has steadily, is an industry that's grown. It's right. an industry right. that in Colorado, um, they had like six months that no one paid taxes of so much money they made off of it. Mm. Right. You know, so why are we going to miss out? Why we need more studies when there's there's uh, actual case studies happening here within in the United States of America? Right. Like, why do we need to reinvent the wheel? Right. And that's that's why I, that's what I speak to my colleagues in Harrisburg on both sides of the aisle. It's points of fact, okay. not to well, um, I don't think that's bad. That's good for my community. Like and some of these some. Some of my colleagues are like your community is losing money, mm-hmm. and if you look at the communities that are being positive in the state of Pennsylvania, are communities that are inclusive of uh, immigration. 
I mean, uh, right outside Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where they make Chef Boyardee um, soups. So the town of Salisbury, Pennsylvania, has been revitalized by over three, around 3,000 Puerto Ricans that have been displaced from um, either New York or surrounding areas, mm -hmm. or but primarily they're from Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. that they came over because of Hurricane Maria. Right. Right. And uh, this town was close to being a ghost town because they didn't have enough people to work the factories because nobody, you know, they didn't have enough people in the town, period. Mm -hmm. And like in, in the past uh, year, two years, the town is, is, is in the blue again. It's in, in the green, so it, it's a it's a story that you know nobody will talk about. Nobody, it. Right, right, because I, I didn't know about it either. But I mean, I, yeah. I also sit on the um, my, part of my task. Uh, I was named um, the Latino chairman for um, Latino issues in the state of Pennsylvania, and I've taken to task that job, and I've literally worked to identify where we have pockets of Latinos, uh, so that we can engage them from the Biden campaign, mm -hmm. and identify them and you know hopefully they'll they'll come out to vote or they they are voting and you know we'll, we'll have a we'll have a victory um declared early next week what should people not what but like why why should people or yeah again what is biting either uh doing or what what will he try to do for like people of of ethnicity so one of the th things he's committed uh he has his, his plan is online uh, it's, it's a pretty extensive plan a clear-cut plan um how he plans to invest dollars in, in the african-american community so that we can have more entrepreneur uh, more access to capital um from the puerto rican perspective uh he's he's committed to having an office to deal with puerto rican affairs within the white house not across the street uh when as, as far as immigration, he's looking to roll back to reinstate DACA. I mean, DACA is a, is a perfect example of how progressive uh, President Obama was. Yeah, he wanted to help children that all they knew uh, as a country was the United States of America. They were bought here because they're economically persecuted in their countries. In some of their countries, you have literal, uh, you have wars going on. Mm -hmm. uh, and their parents brought them here uh, undocumented. And fast forward to today, these kids are contributing members of our societies across America and President Trump that was one of the first things that he eliminated mm. you know uh, and that and that's the that's the base of this nation is immigration and now it's 545 parents missing 545 children that do not know where mom and dad are mm. yeah. and, I mean it's and, and and people are also forgetting in the shuffle uh, the, the the people in the the young documented uh, that were detained in Georgia that had uh, sterilization procedures done to their bodies illegally. Wow. You know, there's you know, there's so much so much stuff that that's going on. Um, and but one of the things that drew me to to Vice President Biden is, is his love for his family, mm. and I believe that's something that we we're missing in general in, in America, no matter who you are. Right. And I believe that by having that reinstated in the White House, you're going to have someone that, that has, believes in, in that will have a, a empathy for our community and, and equality for our community. Right. And I just felt like to, you know, to have um, people's vote, I needed to know at least some of the policies because just voting mm -hmm. for him because we don't like Trump. No, that's uh, that's not. not, a, that, not I, and I agree with you. That's yeah. no. That's not just a blank card to go out and, and do what you want just right. because this person is totally bad for right. us, or we believe that it's totally bad. Is you know, I, I in my particular case, my personal case, I, I strongly believe that um, America is the greatest country in the world, mm -hmm. and America does not need to speak bad or ill about anyone to be prosperous and to be the great country that it, that it can be. Mm. And and that's what what Trump brings to the table <laughs> is that he talks bad. About anything under the sun, <laughs> including America. his own family. Right. Yeah, you know it, and that's not America. To mm. me, that's not America. Right. Um, also, I, pushes a race agenda. And, and I mean, when you talk about making America great again, I mean, what what do you mean by that? And, what do you really mean? By right. That? You know, that's that's in, it, it. Drives me. Right. At what point was yeah, it? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's and people of color have fought in every war in this country, and and Latinos have fought mm -hmm. in every in yeah. favor of of this country. Um, there was Dominican, there was a Tuskegee Airman, Eugenio Ostos, uh, came out of Santo Domingo way back when, and and he ended up in in, in uh, 
passed away, I believe it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. Uh, and he was a member of the Tuskegee Airmen. Right. Uh, you know, it, there's a lot of intertwined uh, that that um, our communities have are denied because of the lack of education. And um, again, it, it all comes back to we need to do a better job at elementary level so that the next generations to come um, do not have to go through a June 2nd or a um, an, uh, in October, uh, was it 24th? Um, the dark moments in our in our great uh, right. in our great state mm-hmm. and great country. I feel like, um, and it's a, a lot of elections. They say to uh, pick the lesser two evils. And I know when um, Ice Cube spoke up for the black agenda, like the Democrats kind of shunned shunned away from it, and um, the Republicans actually like. Sat down with him and said, "Yo, this is what this is what we can do. Why do you think? Like, do you know like why Biden didn't come forward and speak on like what he wanted to do? Biden has been talking about it. I mean, uh, well, at that it's, present it's, time, at that yeah. present time, he wasn't like he would dance. Like they, 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 they both like would dance around the question. Well, it's it's a, it's." I mean, from from my perspective, I right. believe Biden has been providing clear cut messages when it comes to what the what he what he will be doing in 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 in, in the black and African American community right. to provide uh, more funding, particularly around entrepreneurships and and helping uh, bring back manufacturing back here to the states. Right, because uh, that's that's a key element. If we cannot, if we're not allowed, if we, if we don't figure out how we bring back manufacturing and more jobs into our economy. Then we're going to be in trouble, no matter what race you are. For right. sure. Uh, so, it, it's this late in the game. You know what? You have to wonder why. If you believe so strongly that this one or that one is better, why are you coming up, stepping up in the fourth inning, and in, in the ninth inning? Right. Um, we're two, three weeks when Ice Cube came mm-hmm. out. It was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't he do it in, in the summer? Mm-hmm. Right. Like. There's 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 just more to it than than, than meets the eye. Okay. Right. Um, Dollar signs as well. I mean, I, I don't know that if there were any, <laughs> yeah. you know. But um, from the little bit that I know about politics, you know, the, the funny things happen towards the end. Mm. Right. But I, I do know this: if our community stays sitting down and don't don't come out to vote, like when we voted for Obama in, in 16, the first time, in, what was it 16, right? No, yeah. 16. sorry, not 16, no, sorry, um, 08. 08. Um, 08. We, you know, we're, we're going to lose out. Yeah. We're going to lose out. So hopefully um, your audience or our audience will, will come out to vote in numbers better than Obama. And, and we, we get to pick the, the, a path, a new path for the America that's inclusive of all of us. Because I guess this time, like, any time is important, but do you feel as though like this time is really, really important for the people to get it, out there? It, and vote? Every election is really, really important, mm-hmm. but this time we we we're playing with what the concept of what America is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, America has never been great for us. Right. So we need to figure out how we, you know, if you're on the sideline, I hope you cast a vote for for Vice President Biden. Uh, because right. I I believe he he will care for our family like he cares for his own family, right? Um, going going forward, um, how do you feel about the the whole, the, the whole mailing mailing ballots? Do you think that's gonna like come back to like hurt hurt the Democratic Party in the end? Because you know um, that campaign over there kind of shifty, kind of like. So it's it, already like it's already been a whole big thing with the U.S. postal yeah, workers. Yeah, like something about yeah. trying to shut it down. So, so, so there. So, if you know, we we will be able to accept the votes, the mail, the ballots three days after November third. So uh, they'll be counted um, once they come in. Um, before it was the the deadline was was a hard stop at November third if they have it in or not. If they were in the count, if they're not in, they're not counted. Now we're gonna have three additional days after November third. But most importantly, if you still have your ballot, please just take it to one of the drop-off sites. Right. Do not send it in through the mail. <laughs> right. Uh, because the mail has been delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But if you <laughs> if you go to one of your local uh, uh, drop off sites, right, or go to to City Hall and you can drop it off in City Hall, your vote will will be counted in a timely manner. Is that the only way you can vote early? Is by doing it? Yes, it's through okay. a ballot. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and and then ultimately, if you want your vote to count right away, you just come out and vote November third. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't asked for, if you haven't uh, casted your ballot yet, I got two two more questions for you. Um, going in, going, you know, the whole pandemic relief and everything. Um, everything with this extra money that the, the government's been giving out, along with. You mean that we have to pay back? Yeah, that we had. To, that we had. That this is not free money. Yes, this yes, is, that we this had is not a get out of a free get out of jail. Card. Yeah, with the, the stimmy. You got to pay the stimmy. The stimmy way and all that. Um, people need to understand. We're gonna have to pay that money back somehow. Mm-hmm. Along with um, rent being held back, you don't have to pay rent and mortgages. Two thousand twenty-one looks like to be a, a really big obstacle. I look like we're gonna be going in two thousand one behind. So, like, how do you think? President Biden is going to conquer that situation. Well, it's going to be being creative, being leveraging the the uh, what we have, and what we have is we have hard workers, we have uh, innovative uh, business owners, we have the possibility of creating um, at least here in Pennsylvania new new markets, whether it be um, the cannabis industry or. Even I, I, I proposed a bill uh, to allow um, undocumented um, immigrants that have an ITIN, an individual taxpayer number, to be able, that are paying taxes, to be able to have a driver's license. Okay. Because with the driver's license, they can buy insurance, will have less uninsured motorists on the road, mm-hmm. uh, meaning an accident mm-hmm. happens and is less likely to have someone that's uninsured, then the state loses out. Um, our, our tax dollars lose out every time that someone that, that gets into an accident mm. and someone's not insured. Right. Um, and and just we're gonna have to be creative and and, and work and and there will be unfortunately there are some taxes will have to go up. Yeah. Because sure. we're we're in the hole. I mean, it, it, the the deficit that President Trump is leaving behind is it's it's astronomical for sure it's almost it's, uh, we wouldn't i mean it's, it's it's way more than whatever obama did but you won't hear no no pundit uh republican pundit say anything about the national debt at this time right um and yet the results that we have in our communities is not is not cool. uh, it doesn't it just doesn't match for the amount of money that's being uh that we owe as a country right all right um last question um Last election, Hillary won the popular vote. So, the votes that matter are the electoral college. Could you please break down to people what the electoral college vote is? So, how does it work? So, the electoral college was uh, done way back when, almost at the beginning of time, of the beginning of America, when uh, to let the so that the larger states wouldn't have so much power over the little states, uh, so that every state politically wise would be almost would be equal. Okay. Um, so the popular vote in Pennsylvania, we we want we we lost it by forty four thousand votes. That's right. why by uh, Trump won Pennsylvania. It was slightly over forty four thousand people uh, that forty four thousand votes more. Um, in total, there were about seventy thousand Latinos that didn't vote. Seventy sixty thousand Latinos. So had they voted, assuming they all would have voted for um, Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, the number would have been smaller. Mm-hmm. Then the African American community and and some uh, and other allies, the party was very split in in that race. Um, the, we didn't come out to vote. The, the party this time around is much more united, and we're all uh, in 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 accordance that we need to change. We, we need to send eviction notice to to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. For sure. For sure. So I mean, the, the numbers are are there. Uh, for Biden to win Pennsylvania this time around, mm-hmm. if we come out and we vote, right? Okay, so the more people to vote, that affects the electoral college vote, right? So that, so then that, to your point, that electoral number of Pennsylvania in 2016 had had Hillary won Pennsylvania, Trump does not reach his magic number, mm-hmm. right? But God willing, we will this time around, and Biden will have the 270 votes needed uh, to win. 
Uh, he's going to win the elect the popular vote because the popular vote comes from uh, the population in California, New York, which is extremely populated, right. and you have millions uh, of people, and that's how you end up with a higher um, popular vote. Mm -hmm. um, Al Gore, he won the popular vote by right. the electoral college. Yeah. Um, so that's how that's how it's that's how you you offset it. Um, you need to make sure that in, in all of the communities across the state, across the country, um, our our people come out to vote. Okay. Anything else, Mark? Um, no, just if you can let the people know where they can harass you at, <laughs> or if you have anything else to plug while you're here. Um, no, just just please uh, come out to vote. Do not st stay on the sideline. Um, if you would, uh, we're we're located at six thirty five West Erie Avenue. Our phone number is two one five two two three one eight nine zero. Yeah. 215-223-1890 and social media handles are Rep Danilo Burgos and we're here to serve thank you thank you Juan and O for this opportunity to reach out to, to your appreciate you coming your, through man oh, look wow, everybody look everybody is extremely important get out there Tuesday Tuesday Monday you can still drop all those ballots get out there and rock the vote man do what you gotta do let's don't mail them in Let's let's get this let's get this uh this orange looking fella out of here, man. We don't need him no more. And hopefully it's not the last time I'm here with y'all. Nah, so, nah, yeah. Nah, this is, we it's been, out, man. Sure, come it's been, we just been, come through. Yeah, because we, we don't we're not doing nothing. So <laughs> yeah. we always come over. No, this this is extremely important because our community to see us asking yeah. them to do these things. Right. To, yeah, and, sure. and it's not just this. I mean, I I look forward to helping helping bring out um, Harrisburg University, um, the, the other programs that For we'll sure. be bringing out to the community mm. so that our people can hear here first and, and, and then engage once they see them in, in the community. For sure. For sure. Hopefully this helps. Episode Absolutely. 90. Come 90. On, we at 90. Um, oh, that's awesome. Real quick, uh, shout out to my bro, Shiz Penn, man. He, um... Just had surgery, making a full recovery, man. He's good, man. The claps at now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Till next week, man. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, state rep, Danella. Uh, Danella Bridge. I don't want to get your name wrong, man. Sorry, right. I've been word called worse stuff. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you heard him. Rate, review, subscribe, and uh, vote. Download, please, please vote. vote. Do all that cool stuff. Bye. See you next week. Good.